Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. As I mentioned before, and I just want to introduce him again, Dr. Rappaport is joining us here today, Dr. Darren Rappaport. Um, one of the things that I, I, um, I love is I love meeting other people that are as passionate as uh, you all are and as I am about getting a message of wellness out there. I mean, it's not like it's, not like it's a sidebar. It's a way of life. And he's joining us here today. We're doing an entire series with him uh, because, uh, you know, he's someone that puts himself out in the forefront. Certainly, he has a phenomenal, phenomenal service that he provides through Pacific Northwest Periodontics. And you'll hear more about that. But today... One of what I think is one of the least likely conversations to have, and that's why I was so excited about this, diabetes and periodontitis, I mean, or periodontics, uh, what is it? And my gosh, five years ago, we would never, Dr. Rappaport, have been talking about this in the same sentence. Right. Wow. This is almost as, this is almost as, as disturbing as the cell phone conversation. I mean, let's talk about the association of this and, you know, and what November, first of all, is American Diabetes Month. Right. We need to shine a light on that. Absolutely. And you know the rate of diabetes since growing, right? Unfortunately, I do. Yeah. Well, thanks again for inviting me back. Nice Love to, to have you and, back. and Benny again. Uh, yeah, this is um, a really interesting uh, area. Uh, some, some new studies come out um, about generally in terms of diabetes. As we know, diabetes incidence, about 21 million Americans, about 9% of the population are diagnosed with diabetes. Right. And it's, it's going up. It's projected to in- keep increasing, and uh, that's a very scary thing uh, because diabetes is associated with so many um, serious and life-threatening conditions. Well, and, you know, those are the only people that report it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Diabetes is one of these things where type 1, type 2, we've got a lot of type 2 people walking around that don't even go to the doctor and ask them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, type 1, type 2, uh, the, the, the line's getting blurred. You know, type 1 used to be sort of the younger people who yes. get it, a smaller group. Yeah. And then type 2 typically were the older. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, people are getting type 2 diabetes at a younger and younger age. And I think this parallels this obesity problem. You know, that's, that's really a, a major epidemic here. So tell us about some of the studies you have or some of the studies that have brought this to your attention. Well, well, recently, um, three studies have come out um, talking about diabetes in terms of, of patient management. And just the, um, the act of actually realizing and talk, that you have diabetes, getting checked, and um, understanding ways to control your diabetes is, has a profound impact on, on your health. So um, one of the studies is, has shown that if you just receive education and you're, you're in touch with what's going on, uh, you're m- much easier to be able to control your diabetes. From my perspective, the studies that are, are most interesting are the associations between diabetes and a, a condition I see every day, which is gum disease. Yeah, yeah. You know, and this, this for me is pretty interesting because uh, diabetes affects, you know, 9, 10% of the population, but gum disease combined with gingivitis, it's the most prevalent infection in the world. The and most systemic prevalent. now. We're, we're finding now it's systemic. Right? Because not too long ago, it wasn't systemic. It was like, ah. That's exactly you, you it. Know, go get your teeth cleaned. Exactly. Right? As most people know, right. gum disease historically mm-hmm. is a disease of not brushing your teeth. You get bacteria <laughs> in your teeth. Right. And these bacteria produce poisons that destroy the bone and the gum that surrounds and supports the teeth. 
what we found is that the body's response to that infection, the body in itself produces chemicals to sort of counteract the infection, and that is equally damaging to the body. Mm. But up until recently, we thought that was the end of the story. It just happened in the mouth. So you had gum disease in your mouth. Right. And unfortunately, gum disease is painless, doesn't hurt. You know, so most patients didn't realize they had a problem. And even if they did, it's, well, it's my mouth. It's, it's not a big deal. Well, we now find out that that's uh, quite far from the truth and that the effects of gum disease, you know, are affected, affect the whole body. Yeah. So I want to ask you a question kind of similar to the cell phone conversation. You know, every time we talk about gum disease, we talk about it from an adult point of view. But adults are not the only people that are going through this. That's true. The most common people to get gum disease are adults. Yes. No question about it. Um, gum disease, like diabetes, is a complex disease. Mm. You know, diabetes, we talked about type 1, type 2. There yeah. are other forms of diabetes, gestational diabetes. They're not all the same. But the bulk of patients with periodontal disease have what we call chronic periodontal disease, um, but there are also aggressive forms of disease that occur in childhood. The mechanisms on those kinds of disease processes are probably a little bit different, maybe mm-hmm. more autoimmune, uh, the obviously bacterial components as well, uh, but we are seeing that those are issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the main connecting factor between uh, diabetes and periodontal disease is that they seem to have an impact on each other, and that really was the surprising find. Mm. Uh, we've, we've known for quite a while that diabetes is a risk factor for gum disease. In other words, if you have diabetes, you're two, perhaps three times more likely to have gum disease. This we've known for a while. Wow. And the mechanism is not clear, but it appears to be inflammatory related that, and your ability to, um, your body's ability to uh, produce uh, various chemicals. Obviously, the increase in the, the blood glucose level has yes. been implicated. Okay. Mm-hmm. What is only coming really to the forefront over the last few years is that if you have gum disease, it actually makes your diabetic control more difficult. So it makes your ability to control diabetes and control the effects of diabetes more difficult. Wow. So this is really kind of interesting because I was going to ask you about this in terms of chicken and egg. I mean, it sounds like it's really clear that the studies do point to the fact that people that have diabetes, you really need to be aware of what's going on in, in, in your mouth a little bit. But then once you are, you know, once you realize you have a periodontis, uh, periodontic disease, right? Right. Then you complicate the interaction between the, the diabetes and the gum disease. So it's like having a double whammy of not being well. That's perfect. Yeah, absolutely. It is a truly a double whammy. They really go both ways. But wow. then there's also the good news. Okay. If you control the one, it's easier to control the other. So if you control your diabetes, you're well controlled, uh, then it's easier to bring your your periodontal disease under control. Wow. But also the other way is if you control the periodontal disease, controlling your blood sugar may be easier. What is periodontal disease for people that are listening to this? Because there's been a lot of confusion over the years, and now we get really clear about it. Right. Right? I mean, but there's been some crazy conversations about it. Let's just give everybody some information on what it is and what do you do in your profession? Because you see countless people coming in, horrific conditions, and your job is to get them well, and you do, and you do that brilliantly. But for many people that are listening, they may be thinking, oh, you know, a little bleeding in the morning, so what? Right. Oh, absolutely. It's not. It, most people don't even realize what gum disease is and how prevalent it is. But it, being this painless disease, it's mm. first and foremost, if I could have my patients leave with one message, it's painless. Mm. So it's very difficult for the average person to know. There are signs, certainly, of advanced disease, and we can talk about those. But essentially, it's a disease process where bacteria uh, produce a variety of toxins and poisons that destroy the bone 
and gum around the teeth. It's also progressive. It's one of those conditions that will simply get worse and worse and worse. The effects get compounded over time. And then, as I mentioned earlier, the body, in its attempt to try and fight that infection, may well produce a series of poisons or toxins itself that are equally damaging. So it's a, a battle between the bacteria in your body and your inflammatory response to this infection. And in the process, the bone and gum around the teeth is destroyed. Uh, fortunately, um, it's relatively easy to control periodontal disease if it's diagnosed early, and that's the second message. I well, think we're going to talk about that earlier. when we come back from break because that's, like, important for people to know. You know, now that we're learning so much more about periodontal disease and illness in the rest of the body, and, you know, you mentioned inflammation levels, you know, unlike some other things, right, you can do something or get something done about this. Absolutely. And when we come back, I want to share, you know, I know you've got some things to share with people. I want to make sure we give out your information. Let's do that now. Give out your website so people sure. can find out more about you. It's uh, www.pnwperio, uh, that's pnwperio.com. All right. When we come back, we're going to share what things you can do. We're also going to give you some information, phone number, for you to connect with uh, Dr. Rappaport and his team. And once you're able to do that, then you can find out how to get your body balanced again. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. What are we attracting in our life and relationships and why? And how can we let go of attracting and being attracted to things that may not serve us? Peter Kane has been facilitating deep relationship work for over 30 years. Author of The Monogamy Challenge, Creating and Keeping Intimacy, Peter is passionate about bringing aliveness into your life and relationships. Contact Peter Kane for counseling, coaching, or breath work. Visit peterkane.org or contact Peter Kane at 425-802-2050. Have you asked your dentist about periodontal disease? Three out of four adults in Seattle unknowingly suffer from this painless but progressive infection caused by bacterial plaque. If not carefully treated, these bacteria can infect your gums, deteriorating the tissue and causing tooth loss. At Pacific Northwest Periodontics and Implant Dentistry, we offer a different kind of patient experience, providing the highest level of perio care within a relaxing environment. After a thorough examination, our doctors will take the time to understand your needs address your concerns, and review a variety of treatment options with you. Our goal is to work with you to ensure the integrity of your dental health. Don't allow periodontal disease to take your teeth. Call Pacific Northwest Periodontics at 206-575-1086 to schedule an appointment. Or to learn more about periodontics, visit us online at pnwperio.com. Reservage Organics offers you the most advanced anti-aging product available. Our organic-based Reservatrol formula, brought to you from the heart of our exclusive vineyards in southern France, has been clinically proven to reactivate your longevity gene and help preserve your youth. By including Reservage Reservatrol in your daily regimen, you can enhance cardiovascular function, metabolism, mental acuity, and collagen production. If you want to regain your youthful radiance and enhance your longevity, do so with the world's finest Reservatrol from Reservage Organics. Why wait? Visit your local retailer and start the anti-aging process today. Reservage Organics, committed to the extension of youth naturally. Available online at www.reservage.com and at the Vitamin Shop, Vitamin World, Whole Foods Market, 
Visit Reservage.com and feel vitality today. What if your best friend could take a peek into the future? Psychic, author, and cosmic coach Dougal Fraser is that friend. He's the queer guy with a third eye. From gossip to gurus, meditation to martinis, The Dougal Fraser Show is a call-in advice show that provides insights and information on creating your best life. Every Tuesday at 10, he'll take calls and talk about love, money, sex, pop culture, and give free advice. No topic is off limits. It's The Dougal Fraser Show. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Lots to pay attention to right here today. Uh, you know, I'm so thrilled Dr. Darren Rappaport is joining us here today. As I said, uh, you know, he is someone that is faced with helping countless people that come through his practice get well and understand the meaning of wellness. Um, you know, there are so many things for us now that we're learning about our bodies and about our system. Uh, and as a matter of fact, I want to make sure you know that Pacific Northwest Periodontics, the website is P, N is in Northwest, uh, N is in North, W is in West, Perio.com. So it's PNWPerio.com or their office number is 206-575-1086. I think I got that right, Doctor. You did indeed. Uh, Thank uh, you. Yeah, and so we're talking about the relationship between uh, periodontic disease and other things in the body. Today we're taking on diabetes. Next time we'll be joined and we'll be talking about some very significant and actually disturbing information about the relationship between periodontic d- disease and heart. But let's pick this up around diabetes because there's good news, bad news, right? There we talked indeed. about the bad yeah. news, but there's good news now. There's a lot of good news. And the good news is um, that treatment is possible, obviously for both conditions, but they're both also chronic conditions. So it's ongoing treatment for a lifetime. Right now, there's no cure for either of these two disease processes. But with proper management, both can be controlled and the, the risks can be limited. Certainly, the long-term impact can be limited. Mm-hmm. They share a lot of common uh, similarities, gum disease mm-hmm. and diabetes. Uh, the most striking one, of course, is that in both disease processes, many of the patients are undiagnosed. They're estimating about 6 million Americans undiagnosed with uh, diabetes. Mm-hmm. Probably more than 50% or more people with gum disease are undiagnosed, and perhaps those numbers are even even less and um, or even larger. But... What is what is interesting is that it seems, at least, that diabetes might first appear, the emergence of diabetes might first appear in the mouth. So we as dentists and, and periodontists, certainly, I think we're at the forefront. We really need to be even more vigilant. And when we, are, we see patients that are showing signs of problems and perhaps they have other risk factors like obesity, mm-hmm. I think it's incumbent upon us to get those patients over for an assessment by their physicians, a proper assessment because I think we could pick up a number of patients who don't realize they have a problem. And this is really important because we are talking about, um, and this is holistic. Indeed. You know, when we're now talking, I never thought in a million years that we would be talking about periodontic disease and, and the systemic holistic effect of it. But we have learned a lot about this. And, you know, the studies that you just mentioned, there are just a few. There are tons out there. And, you know, the studies, which we're going to talk about in some future shows, you know, these are really legitimate. A lot of them double blind. A lot of them, you know, have gone through rigorous 
uh, statistical analysis. So we're not just talking about, oh, a couple people walking down the street. No, these are peer-reviewed journals. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what can we do? What is the best way to treat this? Or definitely, if there are signs of it, you know, as an adult and in your children, you need to, like, go schedule a visit and figure out how to stop it. I agree. I think the most important thing is early diagnosis. And it's difficult. Early diagnosis of gum disease is actually a little bit more tricky than it might seem. Uh, but it still can be done with proper trained professionals and obviously um, periodontists. I think the periodontists are the right people. That's what they look at every day, and that's where I think we should start. That doesn't mean that there aren't good, great general dentists who could do it as well, but in a regular practice, I would say that some of these cases might be missed. But you can also do things yourself. You don't have to rely on just the professionals. I think there's a tremendous amount that can be done at home. Um, we know that at least 50% of the risk factor for, for gum disease, 50%, is genetic. In other words, if you know that a family member, specifically a parent or, or, a, um, or a sibling, has gum disease, there is a very strong likelihood that you are going to be at risk. Then the other risk factors, smoking is the obvious one. If you smoke, the odds of you getting gum disease in- increases exponentially. Mm-hmm. It's probably the single biggest risk factor, followed only closely by uh, diabetes. Mm-hmm. And then you have to be realistic with yourself. How well are you really cleaning? Are you really spending that four minutes twice a day? Or is it like the, the studies are showing less than a minute? In fact, most patients brush for less than 30 seconds. Yeah, once a day. Once a day. I and know. even then they're not effective. Right. So you know, have to be honest, honest with yourself. Are you really brushing meticulously or not? How long has it been since your last dental cleaning? That's also very important. And, uh, and when was your last checkup? Mm. I think these things are super important. But and other things to look for, you know, halitosis, bad breath, you know, that, that's an obvious one, sometimes difficult for the person to know, but a friend or spouse might tell you, um, are your gums bleeding? Are they swollen or puffy? I'm often shocked at how few people look at themselves in the mirror. In fact, I encourage all my patients to brush in the mirror. I, I used to assume that everyone did, but then I spoke to a lot of patients and they said, no, they don't brush in the mirror, they brush while they're watching TV yeah. or they're walking around the house. I would suggest that the best thing to do is to watch where your toothbrush is going because you'll see a lot of things happening in your mouth. Well, and it's obvious when, when you know, even the slightest bit of bleeding says that's an alarm. Any bleeding. That's like, a, that's like getting your smoke detector when you're yeah. frying something in the pan cooking. That's an alarm. I agree. I, I, we think about this, you know, if you were to, you know, take a toothbrush and scrub the back of your hand, for example, right. you wouldn't expect the skin to bleed. Right. If it did, you would probably think to yourself that there was something wrong with your skin. Right. And, you, and it very likely would be and you'd have it checked. But interestingly, patients who get bleeding gums don't really worry about it. They say, oh, well, my gums bleed. But actually, the gums are just skin in your mouth. They shouldn't bleed. And there's no amount of toothbrushing that should cause them but to bleed. But there's a reason that it's bleeding. Because there's, there's an infection. Absolutely. There's, there's something going infection. on. Something going on. Right, right. So I think that that's a really good one. If you sort of brush your teeth and you spit out and you notice there's blood in your saliva, you know, that's probably not a great thing. Right. Um, if you're noticing spacing between your teeth, mm-hmm. that's another one. You notice that there's gaps developing between your teeth. Maybe food's getting caught there. That's a pretty sure sign that something's happening. Um, if teeth are moving, you know, most patients say, you know, I've noticed my teeth are starting to shift. My, my bite is changing. That could be a sign that you're losing bone around those teeth. Now, let me ask you a question because we have a few minutes left. One of the things that we said earlier, I know you pointed out, was that uh, there isn't necessarily a cure, but you could get it under control, so to speak. So getting it under control, does that minimize the effects? Tell us a bit about that. Most forms of gum disease, if you control the risk factors, if if Uh the patient's interested in brushing really well, going to quit smoking, bring their diabetes under control, 
and is committed to having the proper cleanings, often accompanied with various medications, I think it's highly predictable. Okay. It's highly predictable. There is a small group of patients where the disease continues, but if you follow the regimen, you usually get a great outcome. And if you do get it to the place where, and you see people all the time that you're helping getting get this under control, then that also means that the inflammation that's you know affecting the rest of your body is under control. Clearly. Okay. And you can see these patients really transform. They come in, you know, wow. we evaluate them, there's bleeding, there's pus coming out the gums, and once they're under control, they look fantastic. Uh, it's you know the, you and I are going to talk about a bunch of things you know moving forward, um, and I wanted to ask you first of all thank you for joining us here today. Thank, t- you, thank you for being such a good sport earlier about the cell phones too. I enjoyed the chat. Pre- appreciate it. Um, uh, what's your personal message? And I wanted to ask you um, best. Let's make sure everybody knows how to get a hold of you. And thank you so much. I love the series we're doing on this. I can't wait for the next show. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm enjoying it very much too. Thanks for the invitation. Um, well, at Pacific Northwest Periodontics, um, our number there is 206-575-1086. Uh, we're always happy to help patients, and uh, certainly through our website, there's a contact. If anyone wants to send me an email or a question, I'm, you know, I'm ha- more than happy to answer any of those. Great. And the website is uh, pnwperio.com. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave with folks, uh, leave with uh, our listeners today? Be an advocate for your own care. Check yourself out. Uh, don't rely on other people to do that for you. And if in doubt, get professional help. And now we have a, a topic that's coming up here that's very important to me because I suspect that my favorite uncle who died very suddenly of a massive heart attack may have fit in this category. Yeah, Let's tell everybody a sneak preview of, a sneak, uh, preview of what we're going to be talking about here. Right, and that's the association between uh, gum disease, periodontal disease, and heart disease. And I think the evidence there is astounding. Yeah, it is. The evidence is astounding. This, and we talked about the significance of studies and how they're done, and this is a topic that's so important. Indeed. Wow. Thank you so much for joining me here today, Dr. Rappaport. Thank it's you, great. guys. Thanks, Benny. Okay, so hopefully you're going to get, like, everybody's going to get an adapter for the cell phone. Yeah. And you're going to get your teeth and your gums checked. Stay on it. Give them a chat, uh, 206-575-1086. Call in with your questions. And the other thing I want to say to you guys out there is, you know, it's never too soon in a, in a youngster's life to have their teeth uh, checked as well and their gums checked. I mean, this is uh, this is very significant information being shared. This research is outstanding. Thank you all. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Saints, tired, said I tried to swim again.